Hi guys, this is Ross Boone, also known as Raw Spoon. This is me reading my blogs. Some of them are stories, and some of them are just thoughts. Enjoy! Um, cool, are you ready if I ask you some questions? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. So, can you give me um, kind of the beginning of your story? Okay. So the, the associates are people that I uh, associated myself with, with, with a lot of gang, a lot of guys that was young like me, and uh, they were involved in, in gang very heavily. Mm-hmm. But those was my circle association that I was going to school, and so um, that was the main people that I was hanging out with. And, into a lot of trouble but at that time your young trouble was fun so you really didn't mm. look at it as something uh, that will get you in a situation that will you know bring so much pain and grief yeah. that, it, that it had brought so with, uh, with that said um, I was going to school and I was being bused to the valley because I got kicked out the LA school district and End up, uh, I would ask one of my homeboys to take me to a check cash place to buy me a bus pass so I could get back to school because I never told my mom I got kicked off the bus that uh, took me to, to the valley. Mm. So in the process of uh, doing that, I would order my bus pass. I looked to my right, even in the parking lot, uh, robbing someone. And well. When I seen that, I ended up exiting out the left side door and went home. And come to find out that he ended up shooting the, uh, the gentleman mm. and he ended up uh, passing away. And he had a prior record for a previous attempted murder and the check cashing place had a surveillance camera. Mm. So upon us getting out of the car, the surveillance camera caught all that and they told the gentleman if he doesn't help find me, then he's going to end up facing the death penalty. Because I didn't have no record, so um, so they told, he told the police where I lived, and they came and got me. I turned myself in, and they would ask me what happened. I told them I didn't, I didn't see anything. And so, to make a long story short, I would end up, uh, I was arrested, and due to the fact that uh, they wanted me to testify against them in court, but I told them I didn't. I didn't see anything. I didn't know what happened. So I ended up going to trial and get found guilty of accessory, the first degree murder. And I was. Uh, it was basically due to the fact that I did not alert the police to what it was that I saw. And they. We were both in trial together. They didn't separate us because they waited to a year 
and they then they held me as a, uh, they tried me as an uh, as an adult. It took mm. place at sixteen. Held me for a year. Tried me as an adult at seventeen. Wow. And so um, end up sentenced to twenty seven years to life with the possibility of parole. So and uh, I end up doing twenty nine years and four months. A total of twenty nine years. You were in jail for 29 years and four months. Yeah. Wow. Um, not a lot of people that I know have been through that. What um, basically was your experience in jail, in prison? What was, um, was it violent? Was it a lot of gangs in there? Was there... Oh, yeah, it was... Or not? Pretty much, basically, what prison is, prison is a gated community. Uh, what's out in the free world? Mm, Basically, really? okay. everything that's literally everything that's in prison in, in free society is in, is in prison. Wow. Gangs, um, drugs, um, prostitution, as far as it's mm. it's just a small gated community of everything that's in free society, um, and that's speak of prostitution it's not necessarily with other inmates but you have uh, you have had female correctional officers oh man really as well as male correctional officers mm-hmm. so um, it's wow. a lot of stuff that I came into and I, I witnessed and it's, it's you know it's something that uh something that never never leaves your mind yeah just a lot of stuff for the first time being in a situation being in an environment such as that and you just see how relatively close it is to being um, in the free world mm-hmm. mm. would you say it's more uh, negative or more violent than the free world it's well it's well when I first went to state prison I went to a level four questions like if you have a high school diploma mm. you would say no so that's basically like they had a it was a number system it's like well you don't have a California I mean a high school GED or uh, you don't have a GED or high school diploma that's like 12 times 4 so that'll be a total of 48 points right there mm. uh, if you never had a job it can the numbers can be something like 15 times 2. So that's 30 points added with the 48 points. Uh, you never served in the military. It can be another points times 2 or 3. And so that added up and you get close to 180, 200 points. That's a level 4. That's a high prison Once again. in California. And so with that, it's, it's a lot of racial division uh, and that's basically done upon the inmates within themselves because it's like powers and numbers. Mm. So it's like mm. all the whites hung out in one area, all the blacks hung out in one area, all the southern Hispanics, northern Hispanics, everyone had a stake of the yard that was their territory and you was not you was not to be caught in that area. Mm. Or uh, it could it can lead to a major situation if 
if two cooler heads don't come together and uh, straighten out the situation without any violence being hmm. brought forth. Oh my gosh, wow. <clears throat> um, through those like really um, tough things in prison, did you learn anything that you could pass on to people who maybe haven't been through that before? Any, um, any bits of wisdom from prison that you could pass on to someone who hadn't had to go through that experience? Well, Wilson dealing with uh, that situation, you have to, being inside, you have to align yourself with people who are trying to mm. make it better for themselves in order to leave that situation. Yeah. The best thing I can say is you cannot allow yourself to be physically incarcerated but the bad things happen when you allow yourself to be mentally incarcerated as well and it'll make it hard for you to make those decisions to, to better yourself in order to make that transition from uh, make that transition to physical freedom and mental freedom yeah. so where you remove from that environment period wow um any tips on how to make sure you're mentally um, freeing yourself? Well, they, they have programs in there, self-help programs in there that you have to be willing to take. Mm. And you have to be not only willing to take, you have to be willing to listen to what's, what's being said because there's always going to be someone in there that is trying to do this, want to do the same thing that well, I'll say it like this. There was someone, I wanted to make that change to be able to make it home. And it was someone, there always could be someone that says something that you identify with. Hmm. And then from there, you're going to like, oh, I, there is something really to learn here. So you start paying more attention. Then when you pay attention, you get involved. And then when you get involved, you start thinking on a lot of things. And hmm. when you think on them, then it brings upon those actions. And once you execute that and they become such a habit in a positive way that you start picking up other people in prison that see the changes you made and then go from one individual to two from two to five and then all of a sudden it's a group of you gentlemen who are going through these self-help programs these classes and y'all interchanging uh, positive conversations and you're relying, you're relying on one another to help you still continue on that path to exit the, the prison system. So you're helping one another to become much more uh, determined, stronger, and uh, what we like to, the word that was used last night, you become more brave in making the decision that you know, when you do make them, you're going to get a lot of flack. Because gonna there's going to be people that's going to look at you and say, oh, man, you you don't got, they still use the words in there, you don't got soft. Now you want to, you want to, uh, at first you was with the negative, and now you want to move away from us. And so you just get a lot of flack from doing the right thing. Mm. And that's why you have to have that support system because... We done, I done had but one in two individuals who allowed that to affect them and then they end up joining back in mm. with the individual. So you have to 
have to have that support system there. Um, can you tell me a little bit about um, then once you were out of prison, um, what were some of the positive changes that you made that got you to the place that you're at now? Well, it, once again, is uh, you had I when I left, I went into a transitional home, and there I still had to um, seek those self-help groups. Mm. I had to uh, meet with counselors once a month to uh, speak on how my transition is going because society is close to three generations, three decades, and we had to sit with counselors to express the how the how the changes in societies, how we are dealing with them. Is it too overwhelming? Um, that had to take classes to help deal with the anxieties that we were going through and um, stress management classes, anger management classes. Um, we had to take classes that uh, help us learn how to navigate in finding uh, housing. Uh, it was just a, a whole bunch of tools that was it was it was protocol in order to um, stay where we was uh, where we was at the transitional home. It was in order to stay there and be funded. These classes were mandatory that we took, and if you choose not to take them, then um, then it comes down to the point where you have to deal with you. Your it becomes the situation is handled by you me and my parole officer and the parole officer will make the decision whether uh, that can be considered violation of parole and it could lead you back into prison so it, and you will end up going back under the format in which you left so it was just important that regardless of what I may have wanted to do or say wanted to go straight home to my family it was important that I took advantage of this because it was helping you make that transition back into society a little step at a time instead of throwing you right out there and expecting you to be able to handle all the changes automatically on your own. Mm -hmm. um, how much of your wisdom do you think you gained from those classes versus from maybe your parents or friends? Or you know, it, I gained uh, a lot of wisdom. You can see it's, it's like you knew of all this stuff, but you choose to ignore it because you thought you were missing something by uh, not. It, it may seem like you were missing something if I wouldn't hang out with my friends. It's like coming home, you know, you have to do your homework, but I want to go out and hang out with my friends because they're having much more fun than me sitting here doing my homework. So, saying that, it's like, I knew right from wrong, but you just, you choose to do other things thinking you're missing out on something, and that was totally not the case, so I realized that doing the, doing the right thing as far as uh, 
taking these classes, paying attention, taking the information and allowing it to help uh, set a positive pattern in my life that was much more important than being out in the streets or being out with a group of individuals who are not doing anything productive to uh, make a success out of out of their life. Mm, so good. Um, any last bits of wisdom that you could um, give to people kind of of my situation, my age, well, my position, whatever? I think one of the things for me is that uh, being incarcerated has taught me just to keep the the, the simple things in, in front of me. Um, say, like, I'm not working a job just to fill my life with a lot of material things. Uh, I'm so earth down to earth to the point of I'm just satisfied with the, the needs that are taken care of in life. Rent, uh, the bills are taken care of, you know, food, clothes on your back, and employment, a job to take care of all these things. And with that, I'm just simple. So I just have a simple eye. And keeping a simple eye, I'm not... Uh, it helps you keep your eye off other people who have all the... what, Like when I was young, the luxuries of, of life. All the, all the toys that may seem to make a life more exciting. But I have learned that is not the case. And I'm just totally content with just a basic necessity being taken care of in life. So good. Okay, my last question is um, when someone on the street asks us for help, is there a way for us to tell if they really need help and what we can give them to help them? Because I think some people just want to take advantage of um, rich people or... Um, you know, and if we do give them something, they're going to use it for something bad. Is there a way, a, a good way to help and a good way to know who are those people who will benefit from that help? I think a good way to help outside of probably something uh, as far as money, I think a good way to help is always to have an answer to where a person can go, okay. an address, a phone number someone whom they can talk to that can really help them in that that situation that they feel they need help in because I may not have it at that time but I may have a connection through a phone number or something on just uh, uh, say the world wide web or something something they can connect to and if they don't have the means to do that probably can have something like a hotline number that they can tap into yeah. and call and express what it is to their need and it may have someone on that phone that can connect them to someone to help bring about a resolve to what it is they're going through so good so like if i had a card printed that had a bunch of phone numbers and saying this phone number will help you with this and this safe house will help yeah. you with this and giving that yeah that okay something that, yeah. okay
all the information of the partners that the Giving Keys works with to help direct people to good resources in LA. GivingKeys.com? Yeah. The GivingKeys.com, yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Great interview.